What's up guys, it's been a while. I'm a little late on this video, but my life has been all over the place and I haven't had a chance to record any videos. I didn't even get a chance to watch a draft. Usually I like to order a custom suit, sit in the living room and pretend I'm the one getting drafted. I was also in the middle of a road trip and I didn't even get to shed a tear when the Jaguars drafted Trevor Lawrence. But this draft class did more than just make me shed a tear. It also made me say, what the fuck are we doing? Let's get into this video. So what was Urban Meyer's master plan sitting there in his vaccinated draft room? Of course, first overall, we got Trevor Lawrence. We all knew it was coming, but we all secretly clenched our ass cheeks because uh, it's Jaguars football. You just never freaking know. But once that was over, we moved on to the 25th pick. And with the 25th pick, Urban Meyer selected Travis Etienne running back from Clemson, and that was the first what-the-fuck moment. Surely there's a good explanation for us drafting running back in the first round after our undrafted free agent running back finished top five in rushing. Ah, there it is. Urban Meyer wants Travis Etienne to be a third down back. Makes perfect sense. After the initial I-don't-get-this-feeling subsided, I started to get this, I kind of get this feeling. Urban Meyer described Travis Etienne as a slash player, which is a running back who has absurd curly hair and also plays a guitar. What it actually is, is a running back who can also play slot receiver. Think of a guy like Alvin Kamara, Percy Harvin, or Curtis Samuel. So even though Urban Meyer called him a third down back, I think that Travis Etienne and James Robinson will be on the field at the same time for a majority of the season. I believe they'll try to use Etienne to create mismatches in the slot or catching out of the backfield against linebackers, which will then take somebody out of the box for James Robinson to be able to run through the tackles. Also, Travis Etienne has breakaway speed, something that James Robinson lacks. So this could definitely be a killer one-two punch. Now, of course, this is how I envision Travis Etienne fitting into the system. But it is Urban Meyer's team, and he wants it how he wants it. So he could very well just say, Travis, you're the starter. Messed up, but it is his team. But I don't see that happening. I think they're going to split carries. Plus, even though James Robinson finished top five in rushing, the team as a whole didn't do good in rushing. So it kind of makes sense, I guess. Also, this pick felt a lot better when at the end of the first round, all the guys we thought were going at the 25th pick were still there top of the second round. And we just had a guessing game as who was going to be. And we all guessed wrong when the Jaguars drafted Tyson Campbell, DB out of Georgia. Another what-the-fuck moment. We just signed Shaquille Griffin. We have C.J. Henderson, a first-round pick from last year. Resigned Trey Herndon. Resigned Sidney Jones. Tyson Campbell doesn't look like he plays in the slot. So what the fuck, Herb? But what I see with this pick is upside that Urban Meyer thinks he can develop. He reminds me of Marlon Humphrey coming out of college. And our defensive coordinator, Joe Cullen, is coming from the Ravens, where they used four good corners interchangeably based on matchups and who they were playing that week. So I'd imagine that's what the Jaguars are trying to build here with a pick like Tyson Campbell. I definitely didn't see this pick coming. All the guys mocked Asante Samuel Jr., Trevon Morick, all those type of guys. But after the draft, it was said that Tyson Campbell was actually a first-round prospect, and not a lot of people thought he was going to drop to the second round, so the Jaguars snagged him up. He's a guy who does everything well except doesn't play the ball in the air that well, so I'm assuming that uh, Urban Meyer thinks he can coach this guy up. So we'll see what happens. Also, it provides some depth. Last year, the Jaguars, by the end of the season, were playing with plumbers and truck drivers. So this only helps that area. Jaguars GM Trent Baalke has a reputation for drafting injured players with potential. Well, he's got another one on his resume. The Jaguars got Walker Little out of Stanford, who hasn't played in the last two years. Sophomore year dealt with knee issues, and then last year he opted out due to the pandemic. But apparently as a freshman, he was a total tank. So if he stays in tank mode, he could probably compete with Juwan Taylor at the right tackle spot or provide depth at the left tackle spot behind Cam Robinson. And if he leaves next year, I guess we have a plug-and-play left tackle guy. So we'll see what happens with him. And to continue his ACL injury trend, 
The Jaguars then got Andre Sisco safety out of Syracuse. If his knee does check out and his health goes back to normal, then I think the Jaguars got a steal at the top of the third round. Sisco has excellent sideline to sideline range. He's a natural ball hawk, and he also likes thongs. He could be our starting free safety next year. We got another value pick in the fourth round with Jay Tufeli. I think that's how you say his name. Like Walker, he didn't play last year due to the pandemic, but it actually seems like most people had him going before the fourth round, so it sounds like a steal for the Jaguars. By all accounts, he's just a big body and just crush his lineman so it'd be fun to watch him crush people now we get to the players we barely know but still justify the draft selection the jaguars traded up in the fourth round to draft jordan smith a high motor edge rusher out of uab seems legit then in the fifth round the jaguars finally addressed their tight end need it seems like tim tebow running routes in front of urban meyer's house was enough to convince him that a fifth round tight end who doesn't catch any passes was the way to go at the end of the day i'm not worried about having a pass catching tight end on the roster right now i think if we could protect trevor lawrence in the pocket and let him use all the weapons we have on offense then that tight end selection won't even be a big deal at least not this year and our last and final pick of the draft was jalen camp out of georgia tech who caught 48 passes in 48 games not a lot of production but it's also coming from georgia tech where they don't pass the ball a lot but his size and athletic ability are definitely intriguing so how do i grade this draft class i give him a b plus i don't want to be too critical because urban meyer has a reputation for knowing what he's doing in the football world i'm just a guy who eats pizza and yells at the tv on sundays i don't mind the etn pick because i feel if it works out and he is that mismatch nightmare then it'll be worth the pick the guys in the later rounds seem to be boomer bust picks coming off of injuries with high potential i feel like the way our roster is we really don't have that luxury to pick players who are just injured and shit but at the end of the day that's kind of what you look for in the later rounds those guys who potentially could start but they probably have some things that you need to clean up we'll see how they work out but you can't be mad at herbs he has his vision for this team he visions a team full of speed full of aggression full of hookers and peace in the locker room and full of guys with long blonde hair because that's really the only reason we're going to have any success next year thank you all for watching thank you for all those who subscribed thank you for all the support i'm going to try my best to be consistent with these videos my life is all over the place thank you all for watching and i'll see you next video mm -hmm.